This is Sam Ryan Hidari, another show of the Sex, Lies, and Lawyers. Today we have a very dear um, friend and uh, UFC fighter here, Ode Osborne, the Jamaican sensation. Okay, so welcome to the show, Ode. Thank you, thank you. Okay, tell us about when was your last fight, recent, the most recent fight? Uh, August. August 6th was my most recent fight, and I fought before that. I fought three weeks before that. Okay, mm -hmm. and you're originally from Vegas? Originally, I was born in Jamaica. So originally, I, I lived in Jamaica until I was nine years old. Then I moved to Florida. Um, and then, no, sorry, New York, then Florida, and then Wisconsin, then Vegas. <laughs> wow, you went all the way. Yeah, I did. From East Coast to West Coast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had to experience a little bit of everything, you know? So tell me what interested you in the UFC, actually. Um, it's an interesting question. Um, I feel like it was the only thing that I had going for me at the time. Um, you know, because when I was wrestling in Florida, I ended up... At uh, what age you had started wrestling? Uh, 14. 14. Started, okay. started wrestling. In high school? In yes. middle school, yeah. Mm -hmm. okay. Picked it up, um, became pretty good pretty fast uh, because I was very competitive. And I, you know, in the off season while people were, you know, watching porn, I was wrestling you know in the, in the summertime that's all i was doing in florida in florida yeah in that weather outdoor or indoor 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 people were, yeah people were at the beach doing all kinds of you know my all my friends were doing all kinds of partying all i mean I, I was sometimes too but i was wrestling a lot in the summertime so um i wanted to be the best you know what i mean and um i was the first wrestler in my high school to start wrestling uh as a freshman and then become a state place winner three times uh, my sophomore, junior, and senior year, wow. and then I ended up wrestling in Wisconsin. I went to college there for wrestling. For wrestling, for and wrestling. you got a scholarship. Um, yes, and well, I didn't get a scholarship. I got scholarships offered to me from uh, in other schools. Uh, I got scholarships in South Carolina. I got scholarship offered in Iowa, all over the country. But I went to Wisconsin for free, not for free. Sorry, for my coach that worked at Carroll University. Uh -huh. He had he was an assistant coach there. Um, first, and then he got the head coaching position, and so. And then you followed him. I followed him. Yeah, he was my wrestling coach. Believe it or not, in high school, he left my junior year, went to went back to Wisconsin to coach. Was the head coach there, and I followed him, and so that's how I ended up in MMA in Wisconsin. MMA, you fought MMA as well. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so you MMA is the sport, right? The sport, UFC yes. is the league. Like yeah. football is the sport, and NFL is the league. It's the same concept with uh, yeah. you know, with fighting. Okay, what was the highest achievement that you had in your life other than the UFC? Oh man, the highest achievement I had in my life, honestly, it's gonna sound really stupid, but I will say, you know, when I came to this country, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't read. You know, I learned to read when I was 12 years old because um, education just wasn't a thing in Jamaica. You know, my mom moved here first into the United States. You couldn't States. read at all, any languages? No, I could read a little bit. I could pick out words, mm -hmm. you know, but I couldn't really read. Um, because I didn't really go to, I, I, I didn't go to school that much in Jamaica. Um, I, I, I was, I, I was kept home a lot. So wasn't it education mandatory over there for the somewhat summer? it's not really, not really, uh, education is very high. Uh, education source there is very high, but you know, getting me to school and stuff like that. I didn't have people around me in my life that really cared that much to bring me to school every day and bring me back home. And what you brought know? you to the United States? 
Um, your mom? Well, my mom moved here first. So she moved here first mm -hmm. to, um, you know, build a better life, just like how every immigrant, every immigrant you know, yeah. build a, a better life for me. And it was very hard um, those two years without my mom because she was the only person that really gave me that love and affection. You know what I mean? And when she came up here, I didn't have that anymore. Like, you know, obviously I was with family members, but I didn't, they, they didn't really care that much. You know what I'm saying? To put you in a school, make sure that you are going to the school, yeah, coming they, back and doing the homework. None of that. None not of that. Not my supervision. You were on your own, I, just someone helping you. I lived, I pretty much lived in, I grew up in the woods, you, you know, so I spent most of my time um, in the woods uh, just kind of figuring life out as a, as a child, you know, and I remember thinking at a young age, I remember thinking like, man, there has to be more than these woods i need they, you they were need, a survivor yeah uh, yeah i was <laughs> you had to survive in the woods i, I that, was that it helped you as well in the ufc how you achieve your uh, all these achievements that you have in the ufc actually no it really did it really did i thought um a lot of adversity helped me achieved everything that i where i'm at now i'm so grateful because you know i'm a believer in god and i, I believe that he has brought me to this place you know from being in the woods because when i was in the woods all I knew was the woods. I didn't know about anywhere else but the woods, you know what I mean? And I would look up in the sky and I would see airplanes all the time. And I would say, man, someday I'm going to go to America and I'm going to do something great. You know, um, I didn't have much coming money. Coming to America was your first plane ride? Yes, that was my first plane ride. In your life? In my entire life, that was my first wow, plane ride. I never, yeah. And you have to appreciate your mom then. I, appreci <laughs> I appreciate her so much. You don't even know. I appreciate her to the fullest because um she's still around yes she lives yeah. in florida right now florida. Mm -hmm. okay that's that's cool that's interesting what about um college you said that you went to college yeah yeah i only went to college um for a year um because they so they dropped the program um the wrestling program and i was paying out of pocket so i, I couldn't afford to to pay for college anymore you know my my mom didn't work um at the time she didn't make a lot of money my stepdad didn't make a lot of money. It was a recession at the time. It was 2012. Mm -hmm. And um, so I couldn't How old really, are you right now? I'm 30. I just turned 31 in January. 31. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I couldn't really afford to go to college. So I had to drop out. And I, I, I had a decision to make. You know what I mean? And my decision was, do I go back to Florida or do I keep going? Because I doubt that, you know, I was, God put me here just to turn around, you know what I mean? It's, it's like, what do I do now? So I decided to find the nearest MMA gym. And, you know, I didn't have no, I had no, deg no degree, no job. I wasn't allowed to work at the time, you know, I was, I was um, because of my visa situation. So I couldn't work, I couldn't work any jobs. I couldn't make any money. So I was like a fish out of water, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, man, what am I going to do with my life? You know, and it was, it was, almost like I needed to figure something out. You know what I'm saying? I, I could have just gone back to Florida and lived with my mom like everybody else does, right? But ever since I was a kid, I was surviving. And that's what I was, you know, I'm a survivalist. I was always meant to go to the next level. I always take life to the next level. So I found the nearest MMA gym and I told the trainer, I said, look, I, I can't, I'm not allowed to work in the States. I can't work legally. I was like, but if you let me clean the gym, um and i train if i if you let me train let me to just practice here yeah but let me practice here and i will clean the gym i'll do whatever you need me to do you know if you let me train 
yeah. and he looked at me and he's like okay you yeah. were eager to learn and also yeah just progress yeah and he he actually because i never had a father figure around so um i mean i had my, my stepdad but i've only known him at the time three years um but this guy's name was reese and he actually took me in and not only did he give me a place to train but he gave me structure he, he gave me discipline he gave me motivation because coming from florida i didn't have much discipline or structure you know what i mean and so you know every time i came to the gym he's like this is my rules there's no swearing in my gym you have to bow before you enter my gym you have to be respectful you have to be disciplined you have to have this that and, you know he laid everything out you know um he took me to church with him every sunday um he pretty much brought me under his wing and he he trans transformed me from a child to a man essentially you know i worked every day busted my ass day in day out with him never lost a fight under him never not once lost an amateur fight lost a pro fight um i remember the first time i went to the gym and he's like hey i know you haven't fought yet but a fight fell out and i want you to enter this competition i know you've never fought but i want you to enter because you've been training really hard and i believe in you and that was the first time i had somebody look at me dead in my eyes and say i believe in you and you know that meant a lot to me so i was like okay let's do it so i went in there and i obliterated the, the competition never fought before obliterated the competition he he's like you know what oday he's like you have a serious chance of becoming a ufc champion someday if you if you set your mind when to was it. the first time that you had the ufc fight 2019 2019 mm -hmm. you remember what was the fight about uh, yeah so i fought home I fought on the con so you know Conor McGregor. Yeah. So I fought on the same card as him in 2019. It was against Brian Kelleher. Brian Kelleher. Yeah. And I, you know, it was one of those moments. Um, at this time, Reese, my my trainer, he had already passed away. So I, you know, I, I had lost a lot of um, drive support and support and, uh, and mental, mental. You know, uh, so I ended up losing my first fight in the UFC. I, you know, let the, the crowd got to me, looked around, and you know, panicked and. It was, I was all over the place, all over the place. And so... You um, won that fight. No, I lost my you first lost, fight. That was mm -hmm. the first fight that... First, uh, okay, yeah, I was distracted. Lost. Yeah, I was very distracted, you know, and um, I had to... Tell me about the fight that you thought that possibly you are going to lose, but you won, actually. It was a surprise for yourself as well that you could achieve that, actually, to win that fight. <clears throat> When my trainer passed away, so he died in a motorcycle accident, and I had to fight two weeks later. Um, you know, and here, this guy that has given me everything, you know what I'm saying, was a father figure to me, show, uh, taught me about life, discipline, structure, motivated me, taught me everything, passed away, crushed me, crushed me, tore me apart. And I had to fight two weeks later, and I, I thought about pulling out of the fight, but I, I was like, you know what, Reese would have wanted me to fight. You know, he, he wouldn't want me to pull out, he want me to fight. And I wasn't sure how the fight was going to go, but I ended up beating my opponent in like... Who was the opponent on that fight? Um, his name was... Uh, I don't even remember his name. I can't remember his name. It was so long ago. It was in 2000. But you were doubting yourself at I, that time, Pop? Yeah, I was doubting myself. I was doubting myself. And I ended up winning that fight in the first round in like three minutes because I had so much like spiritual you know, rage because my coach, it was, it was an emotional moment, you know, and I felt like my trainer was there with me, but he wasn't, you know, it was very emotional and very spiritual. And, uh, it was, it was beautiful. Actually, it was, it was beautiful. It was probably one of the best 
performances I've ever had when I thought I was going to lose. So since you came to U.S., you didn't have any problem with the law, yes? As a person that in uh, this field, sometimes people get into a fight, a street fight or the bar fights. Give or take. Uh, not with the law directly, but well, more with so people. with like being able to work and getting, you know, status, getting my, um, you know, uh, paperwork and visa stuff situated you know that that's the only issues i had you know because i'm you know what daca are you familiar with daca yeah i am a daca uh, oh, wow. okay. mm -hmm. so that was the only only issue that i had was i wasn't it's I, uh renewed yes yeah now you have a status completely you can just work legally i can here. i can work legally okay. but um for 25 years it was it was a struggle for me you know what i mean i used to split wood every you know i wake up wake up at 5 a.m in the morning and go and split wood until about 12 at, uh, in the afternoon and then go train. And I would get paid cash, uh, $10. You cannot apply for the talent actually, or the green card as a DACA? I'm not sure how that, how that works now. Uh, you can just apply. Really, to yeah. Status, to get the status. Yeah, Is I'm unfamiliar. Because you're a talented person and you're mm -hmm. achieved and yeah, you can just do it. In I'm gonna have to pick your system. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna have to pick your brain on that. <laughs> I'm gonna have to pick your brain on that one for sure. Cause that was, yeah, my whole life, um, you know, whenever I fight, I feel like, you know what, I can fight 15 minutes easily because my whole life has been, it's been, it's been hard. You know what I mean? Uh, it's been difficult. Um, but I'm glad it was difficult. You know why? Because now I can approach everything that's hard with with a mindset that you know what i've lived so many hardships and trials and tribulations this is nothing mm. i can do this you know i can do this i was able to make it all the way from jamaica to here how long you lived in the woods based on your oh man every day <laughs> i was At in the woods age you remember i remember since i was three years old i remember from three years old until nine coming out of the house and go in the yeah. woods and no one bothers you no parents one... or anything just you go hang out in the woods yeah pretty much they didn't really and play around and yeah i would um i did because think about it you didn't never need you never needed food or water because you know in jamaica oh water water, water everywhere, everywhere and there's fruits you can pick, pick. You know, and I was I was kind of a nuisance, you know what I mean, to the adults. They didn't, they were like, ah, go away. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I was like, okay. So I would just go and wander off into the woods from the age of like maybe five until nine. I was, you know, I would walk on the, I would walk alongside the beach. I would go into the woods. I would go anywhere, every, anywhere I wanted to go, I would go, and I would just come back home at night and sleep, wake up. Do the same thing and because no one asking where you're going or there's a danger out there in animals or there's something yeah no, nothing <laughs> nothing at all nothing at all it was it was good though because it was freedom you know what i mean yep. it was freedom because when i was home i was i was getting yelled at or i was getting spanked for something i shouldn't have been doing which is like talking too much or you know what i mean stupid stuff yeah, so i really yeah. didn't feel a lot of love at home you know and the, the only love I felt was from my mother, which, which she, she was here, you know. So I really cherished those times where she would call, you know, she would call home to speak to me and I would run to the phone and I would be the happiest, happiest times of my life when I was in Jamaica was getting... Which city you were at? Kingston. Kingston. Yeah, okay. so Kingston, yeah. Mm -hmm. and so tell us about um, 
your future fights, actually. Is there anything coming up? Yes. So I'm actually fighting this weekend in the UFC. I'm fighting um, Charles, Johnson, Charles Johnson, who is a last-minute replacement for Denise Bondar. Um, he is 13-3, and three, about to be 13-4. and four. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that arrogantly, but I'm very confident in my abilities, you know, um, that I'm going to go out there and do what I was m- chosen to do, you know. Uh, yes. But it's not it's not necessarily only about fighting for me. For me, it's 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 much more than fighting. For, for me, fighting is just a gateway. It's just a platform to to give whatever my future has. That's what fighting is going to bring me to. You know, because I want to inspire a lot of people like myself who's maybe came here and feel like, you know what, like it's hard. You know, I want to inspire a lot of people to to know that they can do anything they want to do as long as they set their mind to it. And as long as they just put one foot in front of the other, you don't need to be great at anything. You just need to be good for a long period of time. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You don't need to be the best right away. All you need to do is just be good. Just be good for a long time at whatever it is you do, and then you become great. It doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter. You just be good, and you you work hard. As as long as you work hard at anything. You mentioned your mentor passed away in the motorcycle accident. Mm -hmm. Uh, Where was it? Uh, In Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Yeah, he passed away in 2015. Hopefully you are not riding bikes, yeah? (laughs) I am riding a bike, actually. Really? Yeah, well, because it was the only thing I could afford when I moved out. I moved out. So here's a backstory. Now we can afford, just please. Backstory. (laughs) (laughs) So backstory, backstory. When I moved here, I only moved here a year ago. And um, I moved here from Wisconsin. And uh, same concept, you know, we don't don't really get paid that much in the UFC. It's not a secret. Everybody knows it. You know what I mean? And um, and I moved here with with not a lot of money to my name. And I couldn't, couldn't really afford a car or anything at the time. So I, I was like, you know what, I, I need to get something going so I can go, go to the gym and train and go back home. So I bought a bike, um, you know, a cheap bike so I can go back and forth to the gym and home. Um, and gas was only, what, $5 to fill my tank up, you know. Now it's 12 but you know, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's an issue that in Vegas is dangerous to ride motorcycle on the roads. People, other people, they don't I know. respect your boundaries actually even though you are careful out there but they still they don't care some of them they don't see it's true it's true. the wide roads and no one is visible on the side of the road or just when they're sharing roads no i know i i ride very careful i ride the speed limit i ride in the middle lane so i can see people when they pull in and out i try to ride in the middle lane um but my plan is to get rid of my bike after i have probably like two more fights and i get enough money to where i can get a, a you know get myself situated situated um I want to get a car and a house, and I could, you know, be comfortable. You know what I'm saying? But as until then, I'm I, I have to. Do you have any social media? Yeah, I have Instagram, Instagram, and Twitter. And Twitter. Mm-hmm. Any I podcast? Have, oh yeah, I own. I do a podcast here. Okay. I do my own podcast here. That it's actually. I went from <laughs> when I met John Orlando. I didn't have a podcast. Met John Orlando. I had 40 subscribers on YouTube. Within three months, I gained. Ask George. Almost 900 subscribers. 900 subscribers. Within three months. On YouTube? On YouTube. Within That's three months. Great. Yeah. That's great. That's so, in the last three months, yeah. my, I've been going like this, just going crazy. 
<laughs> that's going to be another source of income for you hopefully yeah hopefully <laughs> yeah in another year man keep going man. i, I am keep i am it. i'm a hard worker you know i i know and how to people work are hard. interested in ufc and their stories actually the fighters yeah are coming from the different backgrounds most of them yeah and i think a lot of people enjoy my personality because i just try to be myself you know i don't try to be tough or hard or like you know what i mean try to i just be myself and i'm i'm a happy i'm genuinely a, a happy person where if you were to look at my life, I would tell you all the things I went through in my life, you would have been like, how are you still living? How are you so happy now? You know what I'm saying? I'm genuinely a happy, carefree person just because I feel like I'm grateful. I'm grateful for the little bit I have. I'm very grateful for it. That's great. Thank you for coming on the show. Do you have anything to add for the listeners? Uh, no, I just want to add thank you for having me on the show. Thank I you really for appreciate on the show. it. It was a great honor to see you and we will be in touch. Thank you very much. Thank you, man. Thank, thank you. you. I appreciate it.